This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Hockey, yeah, yeah. My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. All right, welcome to another episode of Judd's Hockey Podcast. Eventually, we will come up with a different name, but for now, it remains the same. Uh, Declan, back in tow. Do you want to start with telling us exactly how cold it was at the Recap. Hockey Day uh, in Minnesota festivities or with your hot, wild take on the Nino trade? Uh, let, me, let me start with the Hockey Day just because I want to really tell people how flippin' freezing I was for, for four days. It was cold up there when you were yeah, what, this weekend? Uh, just I a little bit. Negative uh, 25 pretty much consistently. Actually, Saturday morning, the day of Hockey Day, because now it's becoming a hockey weekend. It's not really Hockey Day. It's more like Hockey Weekend. Mm-hmm. There was a game Thursday. There was a game Friday, and then Saturday is the normal festivities. But, yeah, it was never warmer. I think the warmest it ever got was negative 5, and that was when the sun was up at its peak on Saturday so with no wind. how many warmers, like the ones that you break in that, those warmer yeah. packs, how many of those were you packing in your boots, your, hand, your mittens? So I didn't have any in my hands because I had to keep taking out my fingers to, like, text and type and tweet and stuff for, for the account. So I just put, them a bunch in my sh- put a bunch in my shoe. Put a okay. bunch of the hand warmers in my yeah, shoe. Yeah. I was double underwear layered. I had well, jackets. Thank you for that. How cold I, were your fingers then? Uh, they were freezing, man. I, I don't well, know four how. Four of I them didn't. are gone, Judd. Yeah. So that should tell say, you. That should turn, tell you. Yeah. The listeners can't see it, but yeah, the listeners can't see it. But he's giving me a peace sign yeah. right now that won't go away. It, it's uh, it, it was brutal, absolutely brutal. And then ha- figuring out that Nino trade. In the middle of a three and a half hour car ride, and I had people calling me and texting me, and I was like, and I'm "Something sure must have happened." Service was great too yeah. in the Bemidji area, I, I especially a, the trip. I thought a family member had died because it was just my <laughs> phone was blowing up like I thought someone was in gravely ill or in grave danger, and uh, no, it was just Nino Niederreiter got treated. That day was. was kind of bizarre though, because it was that Thursday because we did it Friday, our emergency pod, right, Judd? After they lost, I the think dogs, on yeah. Thursday I ended up sleeping in like super late, and I think the first thing that I saw when I like picked up, you know, your first like mm-hmm. glance, your phone. Be like, what did I miss? And all of a sudden, it, the notification comes through, like Nino traded. I was like, oh, this must have happened an hour ago. Nope, happening just now. Texted Judley over there, and yeah. then it went. I I'm can't glad you guys did. No, it yeah. needed to, and yeah. by all, it clearly has worked thus far. Oh yeah, they've really come back strong. I mean, this team's totally <laughs> hey, different. Two and all. Okay, so Declan, you promised that you would bring new, fresh, hot takes ah, to uh, the podcast takes. hockey table on the trade, and yeah. I'm and I'm sure, like the rest of us. You have read and seen that the analytics community absolutely hates this trade. Yeah, the Rask is awful. He can't skate. Right. He's too slow. And mm. Nino's Nino's advanced metrics are off the charts. So go ahead. What are your hot takes? Well, as you know, I, I've I've tried to understand analytics. I made it a mission this offseason to really understand Corsi, Fenwick, goals per sixty, kind of easier ones to understand. They're still difficult, but easier to understand. 
and I think I've done a pretty good job at understanding them. So Nino Niederreiter is the Corsi darling, right? I mean, he is the godsend in the analytics community because he usually drives possession, and he creates more shots than he allows. I get that. Victor Rask this year has been exceptionally terrible in the analytics department, right? So everyone says Nino Niederreiter's gone. How are the Wild going to replace this? How are they going to replace his contributions? Let me get this right. So this guy has been the darling and the godsend in your analytics community. Where has that really helped this team? At his peak value, the Wild haven't won a playoff series in, what, three years. It's not like his value leaving is going to really hurt the Wild long term. Also, it kind of reminds me of, so my car starter, I'm pretty sure it's broken. My car wouldn't start today. I had to take the light rail. Right? So your car's just like the wild. So your car. So until your car plays a good car, in which case it'll become motivated and actually start trying. But that's another. It's subject. like when you bring it to the garage and say, "Hey, it makes this really funny sound when I start it," and then when you're there, it doesn't make that sound. You're exactly. like, "What the hell?" That's the wild. Or the, or the Jeep. Oh, we're, yes. oh no, we're fine. Yeah. And, Sorry. And go ahead. It's kind of so. I I take decent care of that car. I put in normal gas. I get my oil changes right. Well. This whole Corsi metaphor and, and, and how are you going to replace this, it kind of reminds me of if you were putting premium gasoline into an older car and you're trying to sell me, you're trying to sell me that this premium gasoline is going to make this old rinky-dink car run faster. When the premium gasoline, it's not going to help with the brakes going out. It's not going to help the starter going away. It's not going to help your struts going away. You have an old piece of crap car. So what, how is premium player or premium gasoline going to make my car Last longer when it's just it's just an older car, man, and you just gotta accept what it is. So you're saying you're at the point where you're accepting the diminishing returns. Yes, interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a Toyota Camry. This is a luxury vehicle. Yeah, yes. I turn it over and it starts. Except for today, like that's right. the whole point of having a Chevy or a crap Toyota. It just it, it turns over and goes. Yeah, but it, it it boggles my mind that Nito Niederreiter all of a sudden. Oh, what are the Wild going to do? What are they going to do? What do you right. mean? Where, where were they going beforehand? I think that's a really good metaphor to put it to kind of illustrate what the situation is. And I think what to take it a little bit further to be the fan base, I think people understand what Nino is. But then when you put the premium gas in and then you're like, oh, well, then why isn't my Toyota Camry, you know, going from zero to 60 in 2.5 seconds like the new Tesla? Yeah, I put the brand new gas in. It should totally work. No, no, that's yeah. not. It's just, but that's the, and that can be, you know, applied to so many different trades, sports, everything else. Where, sure, we had the premium gas here, but it's all relative to the team. He might be a Toyota Camry on this team, but he could be a Camaro on another right. one. Right. And I'm not a car person, in case me you neither. Can't tell. I don't know. Yeah. But me, but uh, that's what yeah. I mean. But if you're trying to expect a Camry to be able to out race a BMW, a BMW here, you, it's just. You not can't. Work. It's not going to work. Gonna it work. might work somewhere else where if they can maybe, you know, get some new stereo equipment in there, new tires, make it tricked out, yeah. visit exhibit from an MTV from 2006, we're good to go. But I'm 100% on with you. I think the analytics thing is so overblown. To your point, uh, Nino played in his first game for the Hurricanes on Friday and didn't score. He then played the Oilers on Sunday and scored two goals. But, yeah. did, but did you see who got assists on both those goals? Is it me? Ajo? Sebastian Ajo, yes. He's playing with oh, a center. So, he has never played uh, uh, exactly to that right. caliber is what I mean. I, I, right. also, I also think, and this is my my gripe against advanced metrics and stats and things, they don't allow for the player a, as a person. Yes. Paul Fenton has to break this roster up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that simple. And, and in some cases, he should get a lot back for guys, some guys. In some cases, he just has to break things up. 
So, like, if you if you enjoy where this team is right now and hope for a playoff berth and first round out, then keep going. That's great. But if you were brought here to examine this roster, be patient, and then start to pick things apart, you're going to trade people in trades that we that fans here don't like, but are ultimately good trades and smart trades. But if you just sit down with your reference books and go through them or go online and look at stats, 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 you're going to miss the big picture here. Yeah. And Fenton said it flat out. He got, yes, Rask has scored. I think he had played in 20, like five games, one goal, but he plays a position at which this team needs depth. And he also got a guy at a position who's probably going to replace short-term Eric Stahl. And to be fair, so, this guy, he hasn't performed yet this season, but let's remember, he almost cut off half of his hand this offseason, and he missed yeah. six weeks. Why is he, was, he cooking? Because God forbid he does something else than go to the rink and come get home out of the day. kitchen. Get put the knife down. I'm telling you, that's, that, that's the other thing too. And Work with on the your trade, skating. at least they have somebody who's any who's been in the show who who has scored who isn't like brand new who isn't a prospect who isn't just like this garbage. Stuff. The guy almost chopped off half of his hand and he missed some time. <laughs> no s, he hasn't scored a ton of goals. I would have trouble scoring goals, and I have two good hands. And he's not very fast too. That, you know that was the thing I, I read fine. right away. He's not. He's you not. Know fast. Who else isn't fast? Mikhail Granlund, he seems to do okay, too, sometimes once in a while. Now he can turn on once in a while. And you don't have to be – this league is about Koi being def- fast. Koivu's not fast. Koivu's okay. definitely not fast. This right. league is about having speed, but you also have to have people who can sit back and kind of see how things are developing as well. Agreed. You can't just be like, oh, pop, but pop, I also, pop, pop, But I also think the starting point of anything Fenton does is sometimes change for change sake is necessary. Oh, for sure. And hockey, I think, I am is hoping, for I sure am the chemistry thing is I that Charlie amazing. Coyle goes on a run here now, right? He's gone center, back to wing. And by the way, every time he changes positions, he, he gets a short-term jump start. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that he has two good weeks because guess what? I'm moving him, too. Well, you texted us last night. He had one good game. I'd Declan brought it today. up. Yeah. Sell, oh, I would. Yeah. I would have traded him. In, and by the way, they did make a trade last night. I saw that. They brought I had, a center. What? What is it, hand or something? BSU stud. Or a defenseman, stud. I'm sorry. Yeah. A defenseman yep. for a draft pick. Yeah. I Brad just, Hunt. Brad they, Hunt, hand. Oh, hand is, is the I think uh, I think <laughs> Fenton was probably is. at the poker table with, I forget who, George McPhee last night late, and I think that's just what happened I'm after that game. It. I'm fine with that. Because I honestly have never heard of the dude. <laughs> and I'm it's like a fifth that. round but or a sixth round. How predictable is this team? I mean, how predictable is this? They trade Nino on Thursday. They go out against a Ducks team that had lost 12 games con- consecutively at that point. They lay a complete egg, right? They're like mm-hmm. all out of sorts. It's Nino. I mean, okay, God bless him. I'm sure he's a great guy, but big deal. No, he was the cog. That, right, but that, how that predictable was... What was it then? On Saturday, you get Columbus. On Monday, you get Vegas. Two good teams, right? Yep. You knew these guys were going to do this. Yeah. Bounce back. And now and now, yeah. this morning as we speak, they're in third place in the Central. Oh and I mean, th- but this, yeah. is, this is in their DNA. It's why you've got to break them up. They, they can't help themselves. It's so funny right now that I looked. And I, I, didn't wa- I didn't watch the game super intently last night. But as I was coming in before this, just to kind of get my bearings of where everything was, I'm like, wait, the Wild are third in the division right now. I'm so Well, the conference mass- is a dumpster fire. Well, that, but that's the thing. And Declan kind of – and I kind of discussed this as we were setting up today is that the only reason why the Wild are in contention right now is because the rest of the conference is so bad. Yeah. The fact that they were almost they were third to last, and then they win two games in a row, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're third in the conference in the division. That 
In five days, not even. It's crazy. And I tweeted l- last night, imagine if they had applied themselves against the bad teams. Yeah. Detroit, Philadelphia, the Ducks. Right. The Kings, the Kings they, they got the po- or two points, but they went into OT and then a uh, shootout that, that they won. But anyway, the point being, imagine if they'd gotten the points against the Red Wings, the Flyers, and the Ducks. Or just pushed a couple more games into overtime. So you could have had Absolutely. two out of possible eight points, right? Those were the four games we listed. Yeah. But it's just so predictable. Yeah, it's very it's predictable. It's so wild. It'll, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's so wild. And, and the conference the conference is a complete mess. It, it is. And it'll be interesting to see how these next couple games go because they now have three straight games uh, against Central Division opponents. So they have the Colorado game and then they have the All-Star break, right? And then the bye. And that oh yeah that's so they, they've got it's a about long to get really period. weird and, and they're going to fall behind pretty they could they games could. in hand yeah games exactly. in hand points wise but, but you're they right, don't usually historically since is, is this the second year that the league has done the imposed bye week this is second, the second or third and I yeah, hate it. yeah. I they I haven't it. they haven't played well out of those yet no. I don't if I if I am Boudreaux and Fenton I'm ticked off too why would you want if the league came to me and said Here's your buy out of the All Star break. I don't want my guys off that long for two weeks. Yeah, just play the Olympics and then and then pull up the uh, schedule after that. Yeah, it's going to be games all the time. Yeah, Yeah. on the first of February. I hate the buy to start with ninth. Oh my god, I hate the buy to start with. But but to go to go All Star break now, your guys are mandatory still off. And then bring them back, get them get them in the right frame of mind. And now I'm playing all the time. The buy to me makes no sense too. Why? Why don't we just make the schedule make more sense and eliminate the buy? They have fourteen games in February. Fourteen. No, I know, and it's the shortest month. I know, I know, no. I know, I, but I'm the just bi- saying. That's why the you're, that's why? insane. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. But, it, but and I don't like the buy. But at least if I'm going to have a buy, I don't want it coupled with my all star break. Well, why yeah. don't you say like, hey, go play four of those games and I, then and then go on the buy and give yourself a week. Gary. Oh my God, I'd be pissed. Gary Bettman, man. Gary. Gare Bear! I hate Gary. I, th- I think the other like important factor is, too, with, with Rask and him playing like crap in Carolina was, look, yeah, Sebastian Ajo is sweet, but he's also a center. I mean, last year. He's also year, like 12. Yep. And, yeah, he's really good. Though, he, he's super good. That yeah, 12 year old can play. Well, uh, I don't care and, if he's 12 or what. And that Hurricanes team, especially last year, yeah. was dog play. I mean, it was, it was crap. It wasn't good at all. So he was surrounded by. No one. Yeah, like so, crap players like uh, what's-his-nuts up in Buffalo this year. Skinner, he's oh, terrible. And Calgary. Yeah. Well, they, they were just, yeah. And I think, but they were. They and, were and that bad. was a bad room. Bill Peters, I think, really overlasted his stay in Carolina. And now he's doing great in Carolina. And, and you know what? Good for him. That's, that's fine. But I, I want to see how he performs with adequate players. And I'm not saying the Wild are an extreme upgrade, but at least adequate players that are some skilled players that... He, that can help him rejuvenate his game a little bit, or maybe just have his hand healed yeah. just a smidgen more, because he almost cut it off. I do think I do think he replaces Stall, don't you? Oh in yeah, center, in his center position, yeah, just bumps up from two from three to two. Where do you think Stall goes? Where I don't do you know. think the biggest buyers are. I don't know, him? but you have to trade him. You can't. I know, but you, let's have fun. Let's speculate for a hot sec. Well, we said we need to trade Stall like three weeks. What in a row. good? What good contending team could use a number two center? Well, let's the see. Most. Let's do some online research. Let's question. do some. And wild fans right now are saying, "What are you crazy? They're in the third position. This is fantastic." Oh my gosh! What about like a Boston for Eric Stahl? I could see that. 
They could. I'm sure that they would. Love I just to think have that him. you. I think he's the a one one component that could get you a really decent return for a guy, especially on an expiring contract. And don't be afraid to trade him in division. If you have to trade him to Colorado or no, Dallas, contract expired. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care if if I can fleece and fleece. As in, if I can get a first round pick, if the Wild could have potentially two first round picks in this year's draft. Yeah. Fine with me. Take it. I don't care if it's to Dallas or Colorado, and I have to watch Eric Stahl carry one of those teams to a run. That's fine. In fact, Hell, I think I, I bet Calgary I will, could use him. I will enjoy Eric Stahl making a run over the Wild, losing in five games to the Jets a thousand Correct. times out of the yeah, Correct. A thousand. He's like one of those. Well, he has he has a, a cup already, but there's usually every few years. Ovechkin was last year. Where you have that quintessential veteran who's been almost there so close, but right. it's been eluding him, and he just is getting over the hump. And Stone's and got a cup, right? He does. Yep. He, he captained Carolina that, cup. that Carolina Cup, so you won't necessarily get that storyline, but he's one of those guys that's pretty easy to root for, and the name is obviously very recognizable around the league, considering there's like eight of them, right. so it's pretty nuts. I need to mention Peter Shirley. <laughs> Oh God! Because as 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 do- I do, what is he doing now? I do not understand this. I was up late last night, shockingly, looking through stuff, and he signed something called Miko Koshkinen. That's to- the guy that wears number nineteen, I believe, right? Yeah. The, the, goal, the goaltender. This goaltender. The First goaltender of all, that's 19. awful. He should be cut from the league for wearing nineteen in general. Like Mark Andre Fleury at twenty nine is borderline for me. But he signed him to a three-year, $4.5 million extension, and he's played, like, I think, 10 games for the Oilers. And he got off to a hot start, but he's been junk for about this entire month. And and Hitchcock got the interim job there, right? and they really played well for a period of time, and then they went back to being themselves, the Oilers. Well, just like you said, they're they're a similar team in nature that if you make a change, almost everybody's going to have that spark because you're like, something's different. We are, you know, let's see, you get those those feelings hopped up, but they're just not a great team. All right, Miko Koskinen, is it Koskinen or Koskinen? One of those. Uh, 27 games, 14-10, one overtime loss, 2.78 goals against average. 9-11 save percentage, three shutouts. Yeah. But he, nonetheless, it's an early, the contract. He's had l- less than a cup of coffee. He hasn't yeah. even gotten to the front of the line at Starbucks in Edmonton, <laughs> and they're already giving him a, guy, a decent contract. Peter Shirelli should be fired immediately so he can't make more moves. There, I was trying How to, does Taylor <laughs> Hall, how does that? That, yeah, you let, and you I let guess Larson's just awful guy. now. Oh, I, I oh, saw yeah, some. Oh, he's regressing in Edmonton. You the guy, don't say. The guy that they, but the guy that you traded, I think, straight up, right? Yeah, they did for Taylor think, Hall. Adam Larson's been just terrible, terrible, terrible. terrible I don't know terrible. how this guy has a job. All right, I think I, I, don't, I, don't I think either. I found the perfect team for Eric Stahl what and, is it? and the Wild. All right, mm-hmm. Columbus, Columbus Ooh! Blue Jackets. Their number one, their number one top scoring center. Don't brag. They're a nice team. It's Boone Jenner. Who has just twenty one like points? Boone Jenner. Good player, good player. Their next, their I next like guy, him. Alexander Wenberg, another young kid. So they got two young centers who are playing admirably, but could definitely use a veteran presence. They got some wings, obviously. Panarin and Atkinson oh, are, are studs. God, Panarin's fun to watch. I, I would, I would give up so much for Artemi Panarin. Well, let's just say stall for I, Panarin. Chances it happens. Yeah, right. I would love that. Artemi though is. Supposedly wants to go to a coast, right? Yeah. I think he wants to go to L.A. or I guarantee you he'll end up either in Florida, Washington, or L.A. Rangers. How about that? How many many Russian players are on the Rangers? 
as many as they need to get That's him. That's fair. Bring him That's here. They have, and they're looking. No, he ain't coming to Minnesota. Bring him here. He, he don't want his buddy Kaprizov's coming over. Shut up. He doesn't want to sit in the middle of the. He has the, a better chance this of going godforsaken, to <laughs> This godforsaken state. It's Russia. It's once, basically once Russia. Once again, you started off so well today, Declan. Yeah, and I know. now you've regressed, and Lindsay oh, and I are left God. to pick up the we, pieces. You were doing yeah. super well. Nice minutes in. For how long? 20 minutes? For, uh, yeah, yeah, almost basically. twenty minutes. But I think Columbus, that'd be a great. That's that's. I like that's that. I like that take. How much longer is uh, the other Felino under uh, contract for? That's a good question too. Yeah. I, I like Nick. Him. Nick's thirty-one. He's got twenty-three points this season. He's playing decently. Does he have admirably. a terrible contract? I forget. But the, he's the captain. But then again, they're the, not, the they're the not going to trade him. If that's what you're asking. Well, you never know. I don't think. What, I, if, you, what if you? No, pa- no, no. What if you it, package like Stall and no, Charlie? No, no, no. If you're fe- if you're Fenton, I don't want that. I want young players or draft yeah. picks. Felino's thirty-one. I don't want to get old. Yeah, I, I have get, no interest. We're the oldest team in the league. I have no interest in being old. I want to get young, <laughs> and I mean that both for the hockey team and myself. I got no chance of reversing that, though, but the Wild does. Yeah. But if you're Fenton, I want draft picks, and I want young players, and people are going to be, be mad. The only, my only question is, and this is in typical Wild fashion, this would have to be the year that the Western Conference stinks, right? Yeah. And so yep. b- because this should be really, really simple. Like this should be uh, you're pretty pretty far out of a playoff spot. You know you play well against good teams, but it's not en- enough, right? Mm-hmm. And so Fenton could go to Leopold and say, Craig, you know, hey, too bad. Yeah. But this is the one year where where the, yeah. the Western Conference, which I thought was going to be good, and the Central is, specifically, yeah, exactly, is terrible. And so the only conundrum here is. Does Craig say, "Oh, look where we right. are this does morning"? Does he look? At, does he look at the point? And it's fool's the, gold. The, you're right. Does he look at the point totals where everybody it's is? Fool's gold. Now, what I would point out, if I'm Fenton, is no matter what they do, look at the playoff matchup. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Because right. you can you can make a very very easy, uh, compelling, immediate case. We're done in one. Well, like the, we're not going to surprise. We're not surprising anybody. My my favorite argument that the Wild have had pretty much every year since the new playoff format started um, is when it's getting towards the end of the year and they're on that border between be- having home ice and being a wild card. And they're like, oh, which Pacific Division team could we line up against? In the fr- at least then we'd get through the first round. That's my. That's yep. the. I hate that. That's the weakest take argument I always hear for every year for playoffs. But even then, they would get their butts kicked because all of the the, the Pacific's better this year. One faster, it's and right. and three in the Central is death. Yeah, yeah. Like congratulations, you get you're, the Jets or the Preds. You're three in the yeah. Central. You got Nashville. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Nashville with home ice advantage there and a play, and, a play, and built for the playoffs. Oh, I mean dude. both the Jets and Preds just built for the playoffs. Honestly, if I were the Jets and Preds, I would I would just be like, all right, third and fourth line, let's just reverse it because we'll set, those are going to turn into our top two. We start limiting the ice time for everybody else because I just don't want Wheeler to get hurt. I don't want Shifley to get. I don't. That's I don't want Shifley to get hurt. Line sure. A, I'm Winnipeg. All those guys because. That's the, they're gonna a lot of those guys. I don't know how many of them are in uh, the All Star game. Um, Probably a lot. Because San Jose got like four players, shockingly, but they're hosting it. Yeah, but. Carlson though, I guess is hurt now. No, really? Yeah, Carlson. They pulled him out. He's not playing now. Now, <gasps> now their, their coach DeBoer. Jam. Now their coach DeBoer claimed, I don't know, he could play in the All Star game, of course, right? So I, I actually would be very tempted if I was the Wild. I would be very tempted to say that Dubnik got hurt against the Golden Knights, not yeah. pl- not play him, not play him against the the Abs. And I know, 
Wild fans are saying, no, you got to play. That's a play. Because, Bruce, oh, it's a mini playoff game. Yeah, right. Uh, and then say, he, he's hurt. Dubnik's not coming. Why is it a mini playoff? Is it, are you saying that Colorado's their biggest rival? Boudreaux called it, because of the points, a mini playoff game. I'm just trying to do a callback to my conversation oh. with you over the air last week, which probably no one heard, but it's fine. Because you said we, we the Canucks the Canucks were the Wild's biggest rival. I'm like, false No, no you, didn't, you didn't listen to what I said. I said they, they were the biggest one that they've ever had. No. Not now. It's, not now. It's not Colorado. Again, it's not I, Colorado. Disagree. Uh, I disagree. Nick Foligno, by the way, is signed to a five and a half. Uh, he makes five and a half million per season, oh, and he's in gross. year. And he's in, bad. He's in so year four money. of a six-year contract. He is... That's not bad. A 31-year-old? No, I want nothing to do with that kind of God forbid. He is 31, 10 years experience. I'm not going near him. Nothing. I'm not going near him. Well, fine. Then, fine. No, we want... If you, but that's the thing. You're like, okay. We're talking prospects. And I know, I know. On. But what are what what other prospects? Both and stuff? my they, GMs they... are just blowing up. No, he's right not now. on our team. I'm We've your, already I'm established your manager. that. I'm your yeah, PR no. manager here. I'm just no. making the he's, life easier. He's our Peter Shirelli that we call and take advantage of. That's where we. That's where Declan is right now. I, I just make your trade you, sound better. You're I'm doing the PR better manager. though. You're on, you're on a good Shirelli thing yeah. where we didn't hear about it for about a month and a half. Idea though. What. Dubnik, you don't play him against the Abs. You say he's strained a groin. You pull him out of the All-Star game. And you say, if anybody needs that entire break, I want Dubnik taking that entire break. The rest of the guys, I'm very concerned. Way too much downtime. It's not a terrible idea. And honestly, I'm I'm surprised that other teams haven't just, if any any of their players. Eight days? Eight days. days. Yeah. I I don't don't know. Dubnik playing a three-on-three format. He needs rest. You could almost make the case, though, because that they had come out of the All-Star break into the bye that whatever crap that he is going through, he could technically then work out. But do they, are they not on the ice? They're not. They're like not allowed to do anything, Correct. right? Okay, so never mind. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would say that, too. But then if you start doing that, then all of a sudden we have the situation on our hands where everybody starts doing it, and then we have to just completely upheave the entire thing all over again. Oh, and, darn. I'd hate the All-Star game. To well, you know, All-Star game, we, everybody knows what you're me. getting. Everyone knows, football fans, basketball fans, the All-Star games are a joke. They're a money grab. They're, they can be fun. They create, like, maybe two viral moments on Twitter. If it's hockey, it's zero. But maybe in football, it's two. No, ho- hockey can have some like, that stupid I know, but John cared. Scott, but Patrick nobody Kane cared. fight. But that, yeah. but that was the first well, they, year. They care in Canada where they get, they're drinking yeah. their Tim Hortons and Labatt's. Sure. Oh, $2 Labatt Blues, by the way, in Bemidji. Great deal. Tap beer, Labatt Blue, 2 bucks. Enough Every about bar. your drinking problem, Declan. <sighs> Every bar. Really? Two day- Look, he's intrigued. He's now interested Shots in a little road trip in I am intrigued, but I never would have gone outside. Yeah. When, when can we officially, Sorry. now that this this podcast is so insanely popular because of our obvious name selection. Do we get listens? Wh- I, I have honestly no idea. Yeah. My mom listens, so hi, mom. Brother listens. Yeah. And then apparently Dan Myers. <laughs> and, Dan, and Dan Myers. Hey, Dan, shout and, out. Hi, Dan. Far down, horns um, up. When do we start taking this bad boy on the road? I mean, we can go up to Bemidji. The road, the road, the, the, as soon as you start paying for the gas. Yeah, oh, wow. Oh, just, do, just do puck roadies. Yep. We'll get, get the whole, uh, get our nap stuff, get our movies, get Miracle, watch Miracle on the way up. Mystery like Alaska. I love Miracle. Oh, that's another, another great, great one. one. You have, you have to see Mystery Alaska. I haven't Alaska. seen it, but Still we didn't know. That, that's, not uh, like a, that's not like a hockey bus movie, though. There's like movies that you watch on the bus whenever you're on a road trip. I think Mystery Alaska okay. classifies no. that. It's like Mean Girls. It's Miracle. It's mean Bridesmaids. Girls? Okay, this is women's hockey I think this is a women's hockey No, this, this, this is would inclusive. Be a, a mix no. Of, no, 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 no. This would be Mean Girls, yes. 
I would yes! watch that. I love Wait, that movie. Can we just have That's you read Mean Girls quotes for five, for two minutes? That's a great we, movie. We could. Uh, we could make Thank that you. Every Such week, a fetch idea. Every week we'll. Oh my god. Every week we'll make Judd read a Mean Girls quote. Okay, that's a or, or just any quote. We're gonna just have like weird Judd's weird quote of the yeah, week. Yeah, I like movie that. Quote. I like that. that I, that's what will make. I us forgot great. one other nugget with uh, the analytics crowd. With, oh with Victor Rass. Okay, I forgot to All mention. Right. Yep. Maybe we can close. We're at like twenty-seven I, no, minutes. I got one. You got a little more. I got one question for you after. Oh, okay, this, so. cool. One more thing about if Victor Rass Corsi is is in the bleeper, which is forty-six, which means you know fifty-four percent of the time the he other does the opposition football. is. What it does it is I don't know what you're even talking about here. Fifty-four percent of the time, the other team they're getting more shots on. Well, if he was demoted to the fourth line, yeah, no fourth line player has a high Corsi because you know what their job is to not screw it up. So they're not they're not trying to get oh they don't have high possession they don't have high possession numbers they're, on the fourth line. They're not going to have a good Corsi. So no no duh. Victor Rask's Corsi is in the bleeper if he's playing fourth line garbage time minutes with terrible players. I'm not surprised by that, and neither should you. That's all I wanted to say. About the whole analytics, you know, had to be moved. I, I, it's just yeah, it had he had to and be if moved. You're upset about it too, damn bad. Yeah, I agree. And analytics, look, I like them. They're just like in baseball. I like learning more about them. They tell me a little bit more than just X's and O's. But at the end com- of the day, they have to be combined with what you see yeah. with your eyes. And if you don't use both of them, right? But don't forget too that this is the same town where people were absolutely apoplectic that Cal Clutterbuck got traded for whom? Nino Niederreiter. Oh my god! What a but great he, train. But he hit people, Judd. I, I know, and, yeah. and the stats. If you recall, that was the big thing at that time. Look at how he leads the league in hits all the well, time. It's easy. And as was pointed out, he would run around the ice, get out of position to hit people. Yeah. Uh, I got one final question for you. Not uh, professional hockey. Oh. Go for hockey team oh, swept by Michigan State. Yeah. Where Where is this team? Uh. And I'm not down on Motsko because I think it's going to take. He's some a good time. coach, but like, where Aren't people is people already calling for him to be fired? Because the Gopher fans. No, I'm just nuts. saying. Like, I'm just saying in my criticism of the fact that they're up and down and up and down. I'm not criticizing Motsko because yeah. I think he's everybody in a needs to cool their jets. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think Gopher fan. I think Gopher hockey people don't care for the most part too. Just to be clear, I think I think back in the day people would oh, be upset right now. Yes. Now people are just like whatever. Who cares? I was one of those. I fans just back in the day. I would. I was Absolutely. a hardcore. Back I in think the day. Um, personally, I think they got some bad apples in the locker room. I don't think they're very good. I don't think they're led very well. Bad With apples personality-wise. Thank God that current. does not happen on any other teams. And not, not the no. whole senior class. I, I really want to make that clear because there's some really good leaders on that team. Okay. But I think there's some bad. Bad bugs on it. And Motsko knows that once he starts – first off, they're a very young team. They have seven freshmen. Okay. Very impressive freshman core so far. And I think that's been the brightest spot of this team is their freshmen. And once the bad apples are graduating after this year and you get another good Bob Motsko recruiting class in – By bad, do you mean selfish people or Selfish. What? Selfish people. Okay. Absolutely. That makes sense. I, it's hockey. You can read between the lines, and this was earlier in November, where we got some people that don't buy in. We have some people – the changing of the guard. It, it's yeah. a transitional year. And that Bob Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bob said it, it's basically it's up to you to be who you are because I can't, I can't just come out and tongue lash you every week, week in, week out because then right. they turn on you. It's up to you. Yeah. Well, and, and they especially kids tune you days. out. Yeah, they yeah. tune you out. So mm-hmm. I think once uh, you start – yes, I am looking to, towards next season. Yep. And I think next year they'll be right back to where at least in the discussion. Right now they're on a long road up to get into the tournament without an auto bid. That's an interesting point, though. Coaching kids today has to be a pain. Like, oh, it's a nightmare. The entitlement of kids today. And it's a nightmare. I was, I was, who was I talking to last week about this? And we disagreed. Oh, Collar and who, who else? Uh, about Cat. And Carl Anthony Towns is a tremendous talent. But, you know, every call, and I, I see that they finally talked to him about this, he complains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, how, how can you call that? How can you call that? And I said, I don't, 
I think that's kids today. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that's cat. I don't no, think it's, it, oh, my it God, you're, you, you don't get it and everybody else does. Coaching kids today has to be, for guys like Moscow, an incredible pain. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's an absolute disaster. And I actually – I'm planning to uh, – we'll have a special, like, feature or whatever for this podcast with one of my really close friends and bosses, Winnie Brown, who runs a lot of the women's hockey side here and recruiting and, and getting girls into college. So I, w- I want to talk to her about that, like, the difference between kids. So it'll be interesting. But I think that's a definite thing for hockey, for cat, for anything else. And I think just – we're starting to notice it now because now the millennial, the age group is officially kind of turning into the majority of all of right. the leagues now. So we're going to see more, and it's going to be interesting to kind of see how you know those how the age groups clash and how I don't know some change, some don't. And do they really take control? Like the kids? Yeah. No. Like in hockey, it's extremely important that you have like a few alphas. Yeah. yeah and the, it seems to me like guys are like, hey, let's just, hey, it's, this guy's doing this. Let's just watch him. It's yes it's yes and no. There, There's alphas like where they're just loud, but the you have to back it up with your play. And that's, the, that's, that's across every life. Yes. And it's just that's the rarity. And it's hard to find. It's not – it's hard to find where you have somebody who has good character, works their ass off, and is a good player. Yep. And you don't have to be an alpha, like loud alpha. I'm no, just ta- talking about world, a really good player who who has an attitude of no BS here. And so people follow that. Right. But the thing is, in today's day and age, there's not a whole lot of people that command power or respect that, are, that have the mannerisms of Tim Duncan. Absolutely. Right. So yep. that's the, the, the whole Absolutely. silent leader thing is not really existent for this generation or at least – they haven't developed yet. Those that, that comes later in your 20s when you realize that you don't always have to talk as much. Sometimes you have to listen more. I think we'll see more of that later on in this generation. I just think it's early because they start in the leagues earlier. Sure. It just seems like they're in there longer and that they should be more mature. But at the end of the day, they're like 23, 24 years old. Right. Yeah. Well, Interesting. It's, it's even like uh, it, I noticed this with Adam Thielen a lot since we're clearly just off the topic of hockey and comparing athletes that complain. Mm-hmm. I, I've noticed it especially this last season where people are like, oh, look how upset with the whole jawing with Kirk. Can you believe how upset Thielen is? And I, I kind of look back and I like football, but Adam Thielen's always been like that. Yeah. Adam Thielen's an emotional. I tweeted about that last I'm year. I'm fine with that. Kind, oh, I'm fine with it, but like it's not a surprise where he is either harping a ref, mad right. at a teammate. That's who he is. It's right. not a surprise. My, my problem. He's been like that since he came in the league. My problem with that strategy is you're never going to get calls then. Right. This like, is like true, but he's reps. not doing it to the. He he does it a little bit, and maybe it's just not. It's just camera angles because I've I've only been to one game, but I don't think it's to the point where every single play he's this dramatic thing for in the ref. He might make a comment, be like, "Hey, what was that?" But it's not like every time he's like, "Ah, whoa, you know, woe is me." This whole bit. It's not like he's a quarterback where he stands up every time he gets breathed on. It's like he touched me, you know. But you get a lot of arm flailing. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do like, think. Yeah, I do down. think he's a bit of a complainer. But at I the same say. time, this is the this is the product of society that has, for the most part, the last twenty years, basically said if you're not doing everything in your power to give yourself an edge, do you really care about the game? We created this. You're like, oh, he's he's trying to get he's trying to get every call. Soccer players flopping. Hmm. Oh right, but that drives me crazy. It's, too. it's everything to win, and that's what our culture is, and that's what happens. So you can't get mad at people for. Taking it so seriously and getting mad when but that's you what you've get, told that's how you've told them to act. But if you want if you want to get calls though, you've got to you've got to know when to push the buttons. Well, and you, when c- to be you like, could not complain and not okay. get calls. Just ask the Saints. Thank God. Yeah, poor Saints. All, All right, Saints. we're All done. Right. Bye.